Okay, so Shir tonight is about a most tour, and maybe we'll talk about an Aerosolado and most tour. Yeah, I think a little bit more on most tour, but you know. And again, I don't have any, uh, you know, I'm sure there's a lot to say about this, but you know, I have some thoughts, but maybe we can work on something together, whatever, some approaches. So I never really thought much about most tour. I never, you know, I don't know, I, I always kind of thought of it as one of those songs that I thought of, you know. But I don't know, this year, somehow my father mentioned that Rebbe said their ideas about this song. I'm like, really? <laughs> I didn't ever hear that. Like, wow. And I was looking things to learn for Hanukkah, you know? <laughs> like, I know there's ideas about it. So, so then, sure enough, like, I, I read it through the least all the entire work or something, you know? I never, like, you know, I never paid much attention to it. It's one of those songs, you know? So then I also noticed that in how I got that on the Rav, in one of his pieces, the Rav, like, explains, like, the first hands a little bit also. So, you know, I figured it has Rebbe's Oskama and the Rebbe's Oskama to take it or whatever, you know? So, uh, you know, there's a lot of, there's different ways to analyze the thing. One is like Mamish stanza by stanza. I mean, I think we have to read it to know what it's saying. But like you can Mamish, like I, I identify isolated pieces and um, word by word and analyze what each thing is saying. And there's what to begin from that. And the Rebbe did that a little bit. And this, uh, again, I posted on the community chat today and uh, Adam Kessel sent me um, I think that's what sent me a little a thing Gvuras Yitzchak by Avram Ben Yitzchak Yom Yitzchak Vavar Sorotskin or something I don't know so I read through this tonight it seemed interesting also I had some interesting points to add but you know it's kind of um, open open. but my goal is to get at least get some major idea What's what is the idea of this what's the point of it what are you trying to get but I, I figure before we do that why don't we just take a minute to I think it's like a little bit easier Easier to understand, easier to relate to, and you know, it's also more original. So, Neros Halalu is brought down in the which is like one of these Masechus but it's you know, it's authentic, early. I don't know exactly who wrote it, but uh, it's early. You know, it's authoritative, it's early. Brought down the Shulchan Arach, you know, Neros Halalu. Brought down, I forgot where, a lot of places, you know. So, what is it? Right? Maybe the Rishon Rishon have it. So um it says like this, um Neros Halalana Wanda Right. So these these candles that we're lighting, the Nisim and the Plos and salvations and wars that you did to our fathers in this uh, these days at this time. Uh, through Ida Khan Kadoshan, Vaya the the Kohan or Kadosh, the Khoshim was in Khanasal Kodashim. All these eight days, the Neros are Kodash. Right? We never show us to use them, but just to see them. Right? In order to give a dawn and hallel to your great name for your niece and the flowers to show us. Okay? So that's um, the Minog is to do this while you're lighting it, right? It's funny. So they bring down the Mechaber. Mechaber, I think, says that there's, I think it's a there's 36 words in Hanayar Talalu corresponding to the 36 candles that you light all the nights. The candle 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 5 7 plus 8. You get them at the Shamash, you have 36. And if you count up all the words in Hanayar Talalu, it's like 40 or 39 or whatever, you know? The Hashokhan says, I don't know how they work out the numbers, but whatever, you know? But um, I guess it's the guesses. So I guess it doesn't quite work out, but whatever. So, 
not clear what's so so what is the point? I mean I guess maybe you can say that. Like what is this idea of singing an aerosolo? Saying an aerosolo, however you like. There might be a riot for the shamish. While you're doing it. But still that again it gets too much. It, it, it was a joke. You have the forty four words. I'm still not gonna cut it. So some some yeah, some yeah. have it as forty nine words. It's not clear. I mean there's the Mesela Sofima lends itself to he kinda of says that Say Lahadlik and then you say Nerosalalu and then Shasanisim and Shasanisim and Shasanisim. But the Rakhshokhan says Labdafka that order. Really say them all first and then you light it and then you do it. That's a question. But I mean, the Machaber just says Akhashahidlik. Akhashahidlik over Nerosalalu. And the Mashavura says Akhashahidlik near Harishon, Shuhua Iker, Omer Nerosalalu. The Yigmar Hadlakas, but Ocho Omer Haneros. The Nusuch Haneros, they find. Oh, no, so the, the Mishra's only says 36 words, not the Shofana. Uh, from the Rashal. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, so the Mishra is saying is that it's after the first one. It's not clear. It's not clear. I mean, I just thought it sounds like we are lighting. Not that we lit. It's although a lock yeah. new, but it's on Akhlamadlik and we're lighting them. So, I don't know. That could be, you know, we light. Yeah, it could just be we light. I don't know. Whatever. Um, it's not clear. It's not 100 clear when, it, when exactly they're saying it. Okay, good. So, so putting it together, everyone's saying it's like Neros are um, the mitzvah here is persimonisa, right? and if you do all the sugyos, like there's a lot of things in the sugyos like you don't use it that it should be nicker, that it's an air near pearson, not near tashmish, like that's why you can't hold it because it looks like it's a normal near tashmish, or you have to light it in the place, not if you light it inside and then you bring it out. There's like all these different uh, sugyos and. Some say that's the whole idea of the Asar Shamish Lora. There's a few reasons, reasons we're showing them. One is it'll be Nikah, that it's an Erech Hanukkah, an Erech Pearson, not an Erech Sounds like here it's saying it's a Kedusha, maybe it's pattern of the Menorah, whatever. The point is, is that if the Mitzvah is, is Pearson Manes, you're trying to publicize a miracle. So, so maybe it's arguing that part of the Pearson could come or is enhanced through not just through the technical halachic structure that you're doing there, Pearson. If you do all the sigils, it's always about Pearson, Pearson, Pearson in some form or other, you know? But now that that Pearson is is a, could be brought out, expressed more fully, not just through the abstract mitzvah and all the parameters of the mitzvah, but through an amira expresses these candles are lit for the purpose of anisim and whatever, and we're not using them, they're not in their attachments, like differentiating them from making sure people don't use them separate signal them out, even though we're always lighting arrows, these are different arrows. These are arrows specifically the purpose of Pearson and Nisa. So it's like, it's it's bringing out, like Pearson is, has a function of publicizing. And again, that's the halachic content of the halakha and the sigyas and the structure of the mitzvah, but it's like you're bringing that out through a declaration, through an enunciation. Right? It's like almost like in, in, in Megillah, you're telling a story by reading the Megillah. But here it's like it's told through the halachic structure. But in a certain sense, the Hayasalalu is putting words into what we're doing. It doesn't tell the whole story or whatever. It's like saying that these are neighbors which are not, you know, which have, a, have an idea of more content, which you're spelling out. And like they're saying, differentiating them from the ordinary neighbors. Yeah. I think saying is luck. It depends who you're talking to. I mean, you're, you're, the Tamachah knows the ideas, and the ideas are implicit in the halakhic structure. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, not everyone's on Fahl, not everyone knows about that. And it's like you're making it explicit. You're making it explicit that which is packed into the halacha. So like the structure of the mitzvah contains it. And like Kalpi Masora, everyone knows that's what it is. But it's a kiyam or whatever, it's a minog to take that which is implicit and to make it explicit. You know, for the people who are standing around. I mean, if everyone's on Fahl, like everyone knows that. He did the sigil yesterday and you know that that's what people are. And, and no one's gonna, you're not going to think that. But maybe your wife and your kids and your whatever don't necessarily know that. <coughs> so it's like you're making it and you're announcing it, you're saying it, you're expressing it. Maybe that's why it's a minog. It's not the halacha. I mean, the halacha, it's already implicit, but the minog is to ignore it. It's so it's a minog, whatever its status is. But I mean, you're not going to to say anything, but it's that's it's an Indian to express, to make it, make explicit that which is already implicit. For example, yeah, want, okay. like, like in general, for example, like if I'll do a mitzvah often, I don't know. Always, well, I'll do a mitzvah with my kids. You know, take lulav and I'll tell them about what the idea is of lulav are. You know, but that's like like just philosophy. But I'll do that. That's what people do when you're instructing people about mitzvah. Or if you know someone who's a new about Shuvah and you want to tell them which is what we're doing, do this mitzvah mind is this whatever. You know, but like it could be here. It's a key and Pearson. I'm saying that's not just philosophy. The ideas, the ideas of behind lulav are the philosophy of the mitzvah. But here, the mitzvah, the kiyum of of uh, is Pearson and Nisa. So it could be by, ex- by expressing the fact that these are Neros, al Misa, Malafas, is the Kiyam in the Bersim and Nisa. So maybe. Maybe that's it's, it's more, just, more than just a philosophical lesson to your kids or whatever, but it's a Kiyam in the Bersim and Nisa. That's what I'm saying. It's not a Hapsik, because it's part of the Mitzvah, the Mitzvah of Bersim. So it's like not halachically necessary for the Mitzvah, but I mean, it's a, it's a Kiyam in the Mitzvah. You're talking about the end of the Mitzvah. It would be like while you're talking about the Islamites, while you're doing the Islamites. And it's not a Hapsik. Maybe it's okay. Again, yeah, you could argue it's absolutely. I don't know. I'm not sure. But, uh, I don't I don't I don't see that, but I don't know, maybe. You could keep doing it. Yeah, I thought maybe another thing is this is I don't know, it's a little bit more trashy, but maybe the idea of the thirty six candles is like you know like the idea like there's a whole Seder of the, the night. Miracle is that there are eight nights. But like on any given night you're only lighting one night. You know, but it's like by referencing the thirty six words, it's like in theory every night is the part of the set of the eight nights. Even on a given night, you're only lighting two or three or four. The whole kiyam of three candles is because it's part of a sequence: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And that's like why when the shamar base hill, you light up eight, one through eight, or eight through one. But it's like the idea is like part of the birsamanes is not just that we're lighting up our nays, but it's a day nays. So having the number of words corresponding number of candles that contextualizes this one day which we're doing as part of a bigger eros Not only these candles tonight. But all the candles which are laying throughout them, uh, you know. So, you know, I don't know, it'd be better if the number worked out and whatever, but, you know, it could be that's what they're going for. It's like if you're trying to say that there's a Pearson which you're still expressing, so maybe you want to just bring, attaching different ideas, further ideas about the, about the miracle, namely how many nights it is, or how many candles, whereas the whole sequence is a further expression of what we're doing. So, okay, so let's move to Mosul, right? Okay, so Mosor. So I guess the question is, so what is Mosor? So, you know, you have to read it in English or I didn't even know what it's talking about. Right? So again, I hadn't really, you know, maybe once upon a time I knew, but I never really like paid much attention to it. So I guess we can just go through the basic uh, shop and see what happens. Okay. So uh, I don't know. Maybe it's helpful just to read it in English. It's like kind of long, and you know, we can go word for word and whatever, but I think it's just, and it makes it harder to digest. So, so I'll just read the English and the article here. And you know, if we want to 
look more closely into any phrase we could do. But let's just get an overview of what's going on. Okay, so it says, Almighty, Almighty, rock of my salvation, to praise you is a delight. Restore my house of prayer, and there will be a Thanksgiving offering. So that's the basic message, right? And there will bring a Thanksgiving offering. When you will have prepared the slaughter for the blaspheming foe, then I shall complete with a song of him the dedication of the altar. So this is basically, it's like a tefillah, right? There's stanzas, six stanzas, by the way, okay? Let's see, there's a similarity between the first and the sixth stanza. So the first one is saying, basically, Hashem, who is my rock of salvation, right? To you, praise God, bring back the base of Mikdash, and we'll bring a garbantaza. At the time when you have prepared the slaughter of our enemy, right? Which seems to be um, Edom. Okay, so this seems to be written now from this story. It seems like this is written sometime in 1200s, 1300s in the Crusades, Third Crusade, maybe, honestly, in some different things. But basically, it seems like it was in the Christians, you know, killing Jews, asking, you know, Hashem to save us, restore us to the base of Mikdash, we'll be able to bring back the Karban Toda, right, and destroy this blaspheming enemy. And then we'll be able to reestablish the Chanukah Zanazbech. Okay, that's the first. Okay, fine. Then it says, Rose of Anashi, here, troubles sated my soul, when with grief my strength was consumed. They had embittered my life with hardship, with the calf-like kingdom's bondage. But with his great power, he brought forth the treasured ones. Paro's army and all his offspring went down like stone into the deep. So when you get to the end of the thing, you guys was talking about. This is talking about the Tsaros of Jews in Mitzrayim and our salvation. Okay, so again, trouble saved my soul when the grief of my strength was consumed. So this is talking about our, our, our Gallus in Mitzrayim. They had embittered my life with hardship, the Sheba Moth of Egla. The calf-like kingdom's bondage. So I don't know if someone said, I forgot how, but that's a reference to, to Mitzrayim. But with his great power, there's Hashem, capital H, but with his great power, so again, so like we were in tough tough times in Mitzrayim, but with his great power, Hashem's great power, he brought forth the treasured ones. We are his treasured ones, basically, right? Paro's army and all his offspring went down to this, like a stone, into the deep. That's like a yamsa, right? It's basically talking about the tzara that we had in Mitzrayim, how we were oppressed. And then Hashem saved us with his great power and wiped away the army of Pharaoh. Okay? And now we'll do a few sentences, but that's basically going through history now. Okay? Of a few different, you know, enemies that were oppressing us, and then Hashem saved us. So that first one is basically Pharaoh. And the next one is going to be the second, then uh, building the, uh, the first Galas and the rebuilding assignment. So it says, To the boat of his holiness he brought me, Right, so he brought me basically based on Mekdash. Right? I guess this is after Jesus was trying or whatever. We went to show built to Mekdash. But there too I had no rest. And an oppressor came and exiled me, for I had served aliens, served the Zara, and drunk benumbing wine. Right? So basically I went into Israel, I went into Mekdash, but then I came we to Galas because we did a Zara, we drank some sort of wine and whatever. Scarcely I departed my land, but quick soon after Soon after I left the land, Kate's Bavel, Bavel was destroyed. Zerubavel, Zerubavel came. The same as Nachamiel. The Kate's Shivim Nashati were saved at the end of seventy years. So basically, we had the Mikdash. We were thrown out of there because of our sin. 
But then quickly thereafter, we brought back and uh, Hashem saved me after seven years. So it's another example of like the Yishos Hashem. Okay, fine. Then it has, the next one is about uh, Haman, basically the part of the story. Karos Komas Virosh, to sever the towering Cyprus, Sot Agagai, son of Hamdasa. Okay, so say, what does it mean, um, towering Cyprus? Um, they say in the footnote, oh, that's Haman who said to destroy Mordechai, the stately Cyprus. Okay, so basically he wanted to destroy Mordechai, but it became a snare and a stumbling block to him, and his arrogance was still. The head of Vinyamai you left it, that's basically Mordechai, and the end, the enemy, his name, you blotted out, you were knocked out. Haman, his numerous progeny, his possessions on the gallows, you hang. So basically, again, Haman was trying to destroy us, but he ended up stumbling because of his arrogance, and um, he lifted up Mordechai and wiped away Haman and, and hanged him. Okay. And Yivanim, now this is the Hanukkah one. Yivanim Nikutu Alai, the Greeks gathered against me. In the days of uh, uh, I broke down the walls of the of my towers and all the oils. And from one remnant of remnants of the flasks, they made a nace for the Shoshana, more like Israel, where it's like compared to Shoshana, like a rose, right? So men of insight, Vina, like Chachma, like Achamim. For eight days they established for shirim anim for singing and song and then jubilation actually Hanukkah, right? So this is the only connection to Hanukkah. This whole song basically, right? And then finally, chasov zrokotcha, bear your holy arm. This is a tefillah. Bear your holy arm, your might, your strength. The kari kaitzeisha bring back the uh, end of salvation. Avenge the, venge- the vengeance of your servant's blood from the wicked nation. This is Yeshua, because our salvation is long. In there's no end to the bad days of traveling. Repel the red one. Plimshan means Esav, but they say some Arjali son is referring to Frederick the Red, I don't know, some crusader who they were worried about. Some story like that. In the nethermost shadows, Hakeim Lon Rosh established for us the seven shepherds, whatever that is. On the Shiach, yeah. So, whatever. So, basically, saying wipe out Adam, wipe out the uh, Christians who are persecuting us, and, you know, bring it back out the other goal. Okay? So, again, that's kind of the way it started, right? It started about talking about Hashem saved us and bring us back to basically make dash, destroy our enemy, and then we'll be able to have then I guess Then it digressed, talking about I guess four different sorrows, like Mitzrayim, we were in sorrows, and Hashem saved us, and then you know the the Korban of Ayas, and then Hashem brought us back, and then Haman was destroy us, and Hashem saved us, and the Ivanim, the Greeks were persecuting us, and kill us, and then Hashem saved us, and then it says again, Hashem bring the end. For salvation, help bring us back and uh, get rid of the enemy of the uh, crusaders and bring us to the All right? Okay, that's the basic flow of this all. Okay? And I guess there's a minute to read this after. This is after. Some say here, they say in the article that it was added on by a different author later. I mean, they say, I was reading a different thing, I should share with me, that they, this guy, I don't know who this is, but he's saying is that it was, actually it was part of the original, but it was censored out, so they often didn't read it. Because there was, uh, they'd be very sensitive. It's like, you know, this guy wants to claim that it was basically about this, this, um, crusader 
Frederick the Rat or something, who was basically about it, and he was like asking his friend to die, and he was trying, and it was going to be, you know, the time when it was written, there were times that they read it, times they didn't read it, times they edited it out, times they put in other ones, which are more kosher, or whatever. So their claim is it was all part of the original one, but it was just kind of edited out. So, I, I don't know, maybe yes, maybe now, maybe later, whatever. It's, it fits the theme, but, you know, there's other versions which basically refer not only to Christians, but even to Muslims, uh, Ishmael, whatever, because it's like, you know, that's not necessarily our enemy throughout our, throughout our history, you know? Yeah, okay, that's a good question. What does it do with Hanukkah? I mean, it's a little bit about Hanukkah. Well, yeah. One out of the six stanzas, but like, what, what are we doing? Like, I, I was surprised, again, you know, I'm, I'm admitting that I've never really paid attention to this or read it, but like, I read I'm like, what? I thought we were talking about Hanukkah the whole time or something, you know? It's like, it just, it's like a ripoff. What are we doing? What is this? Why, you know, what, why are we singing about all this stuff? I mean, it's, again, it's related a little bit to Hanukkah, but what's the point? A good question. What function is A lot of different things in there, Hanukkah. Like, what function is it? Right, we're saying that now, so it's like part of the person. What is this? Right, where how does this fit into, how does this become the minute, right? right? You sing a song anytime. I mean, there's a lot of times the year you might want to sing a song, right? I mean, it's like, you know. Okay, that doesn't make a point. Like, it's, we're mentioning a lot of bad things. Bad things, good things. Is that like masculine some Sam Michelle type of thing? But like, what's the, why are we doing that? Yeah, okay, good. Why all the examples? Sure, we did lose the rhyming of it um, through the through the fact that we read it in English, but it does rhyme, right? Yeah. You notice that, right? The Shabayah, the Zabayah, Ham Labayah, Ham Zabayah, and then the Sagwan, Kila, Egla, Segula, Mitsula, then the Shakati, Arazi, Shavarti, Nashati. Right. So each stanza, the end of each slime rhymes, right? Yeah. So um, there it is written, and it's like cryptic. It's like kind of cryptic Hebrew. Hard to know all these references. It feels like a yeah. like a piyut, you know. Piyut yeah. are kind of like this. It has that type of a sense to it. But like, what's the point of that? I guess it's right? supposed to be I mean, whatever it's supposed to be. It's like seems to be. It's lost a little bit by the fact that it's hard, hard to. Uh, Okay, good. So, so putting together what you guys are saying, but let me just get two two sources, which I think supports this idea, but I, the same idea as you're, you're getting at. So one is the Ramam talks about the Minyan Mitzvahs, you know, at the end of his count of the Mitzvahs in the beginning, his intro, every, every point of the seven years ago. But he talks about how all the Mitzvahs there are, so it's tired Mitzvahs. And then he says, there's some Mitzvahs there are but the Rabbanon you have to be like uh, it's not about Tosif because they're kind of protecting the Torah, Gizera, Takana, what I they basically always have to connect back to the Torah. And he says, like, for example, he says, Nevi'im and Bezin set up Mikra Megillah in its time. So Megillah, but arguably the same thing will apply to Hanukkah. He says, to remind, to mention the Shvach of Hashem, and the Chuos, the salvation that he did to us, and he was close to our crying out, in order to bless him and to praise him and to tell the future generations that it's true that which the Torah says, what a great nation we are that has uh, that uh, has God close to them at all time, like Hashem, our God, and whenever we call out them, right? So it's like the mitzvah of Purim, like the Hanukkah, is like a verification, testimony of the Haftacha, the Torah says that we're a that we cry out to Hashem when Hashem answers us. And that's like a kid Hashem. The nations of the world will say, Rakam, this is part of the Rakam one of the things that they're gonna see. That we're a nation, we call out to Hashem and he answers us. And 
that's not just a promise the Torah says, but that was actualized in the time of the Hanukkah, in the time of the Quran. And the mitzvah, like, um, it's a mitzvah der Abaman, but it's like Mekayim, that der And in that sense, it's not like a Valtosolated making up a new thing. It's like a building on the idea. The ideas of the Kiddush Hashem, which the Torah talks about, are actualized through these, these events, these historical events, and we're eternalizing those events through the mitzvahs of Hanukkah and Burn. So my point here is to show that, again, the, the value of Hanukkah or Purim isn't just about Hanukkah, but it's about the universal idea about the Hashem is right? and that has a permanent takeaway. It's not just to remember this one event that happened at this one point in history, but it's teaching us about the relationship Hashem has and also also, and this Rabbi Shneewis pointed out and read this article about it, Shir, whatever, about um, uh, the Ramam's text. And a lot of, a lot of uh, sources have the text Malanisim, that it ends with Kishem, um, right? Just like he did with them, he has this both by Parim and by Hanukkah. So too, do to us Nisim and Guros at this this time. Right? So I call Yisrael many times in our Galas. There's a time where we're in need of Yeshua. And when we, after recounting, giving Odat Hashem for the Nisim and the flaws that he did on Hanukkah and Purim, we're not just giving Hoda about the past, but it brings to mind the Midas HaKadosh Baruch that he is, answers us in our, you know, troubling times, like we're in now, and many times throughout our Galas. And we use it as an opportunity to add in a Vakasha. And again, some Rishonim were against this because the question did he put a Vakasha in Hoda, whatever, that's, that's not a lot of question. But those who have it, is we're utilizing as an opportunity, we're brought, brought to mind the Midas Hashem, the universal Midas Hashem, that he is Korob Yisrael, and he answers us in the times of And once we give a for that, we rec- reflect on the universal Midas and ask that he does it uh, again. He does it again, and he realizes, actualizes that. Actually, reminds me of something Rabbi Gober mentioned. That, that's what some, I think, Rabbi Yonah says. Uh, some say that's a Gula Tfilah. It's just Gula Tfilah, that. Talking about Hashem as a Galal, and then right on the heels of talking about that, then you start asking. It's like you're knocking at the door, and you're not going to ask. It's like he's a Galal Israel, so now ask him to be Galal us. Ask him just to respond to our needs. So again, so the point is, is that for both of these cases, I guess by the by again by the Rambam by Alan Yisim and the Rambam talking about the kind of these of these mitzvahs, Rabbanan is that the less the takeaway of Hanukkah is not just Pirsuma Nisa to be mefarsing this one story, this one nace which occurred once upon a time. While it is a great story and a great nace, the nace mm-hmm. is indicative of a universal that he saves Chai Yisrael, he, he's involved in the history of Chai Yisrael, and he maintains Chai Yisrael throughout the generations. And similar to as you guys are quoting, it's like Vishamda. They're always looking to destroy us. But yeah, we are always uh, make it. Right? So that's that these are universal ideas. So again, halachically, 
the mitzvah of Pershim Enisa is Pershim Enisa. It's in Pershim Acham Purim about Megillah, and Hanukkah about the Nisim of the Shaman and the Melchama and all that. But the takeaway is not just for us to walk away and think that Hashem did that one thing, but it's to think that He's done many things throughout our history. This is a recurring theme that Akash Baruch Hu is going to Mitzrayim and from the um, the, the Chorban, the first bias, Babel, and then the Yavanim, and then and Haman, and Lasselava. You know, it's something which is going to recur. And even though we're in Galus, and it's saying Ketzimeyara, it's very long Galus, and we're suffering. But at the same time, we bring the Hanukkah, reminds us of this, uh, this relationship that Kosh Baruch has, this long-lasting relationship, which comes back, it goes up and back. And I may ask mentioned the bad times, you mentioned the good times. The bad times, the good times. Don't get disheartened by the bad times. We've had bad times. Many bad times. This is a long one. But we've had many bad times, and the relationship is not all a smooth relationship. It's not in our history. And Pastor Rachet mentions Rachet a little bit that we were the Zara and the wine, right? So we were sinful, and we, we go down and we go up, and we go down and we go up, and we go down and we go up. And it's happened many times before. And Amir Hashem, and that's where the happening, that Chasos right? It's basically, it's a tefillah that this will ultimately be answered. That we will be able to get out of this kalas and that Midas Hashem will be able to express itself once again. And I like the point Moshe was saying, is like uh, we mentioned at the very beginning, the idea of the Chanukah Samazbeach, right? And we're looking for Tikkun-based tefillah, bring us, bring in carbon toda, and to be able to Egmar It's like the whole I gave a different share about this. I mentioned it in a recent podcast, but the idea is like the nasa of Hanukkah illustrated, the fact the nasa of the candles illustrated that the purpose of the military salvation was not just for the sake of making us win, but for the sake of giving us the mikdash. And it happened that instantaneously, right with the, with the miracle of the war, we were immediately able to go into the base of mikdash. And if there wouldn't have been the nasa of the Pach Hashem, then it would have been a gap. You would have been at the nasa, but you wouldn't have been able to establish the mikdash until at least seven days later. You know, one day and then suddenly they got. But the nace made it like it was, was ushered ushered in the Chanukah Samzbeach immediately, immediately, which shows like this was not just a natural event. It wasn't just a miraculous event to save the Jewish people, but it was to save the Mikdash, to save to bring about Chanukah Samzbeach. Maybe that's the laning of Chanukah Samzbeach or the Mishkan. So it's like the purpose of the Nisan is to save the nation who is involved, dedicated towards Kiddush Hashem through Avodos of Mikdash. And that's what we're davening for. That's in this, in uh, Osor, as we're saying, is Tikkun-based Filasi, and Azur Roshim Hashem that we're looking to be able to culminate the ultimate Chanukah of Hashem So it's like that's what Hanukkah taught us. It showed us how Hashem's involved in bringing about Kiddush Hashem and our Avodos Hashem. And that's what we're looking for. That's what we're davening for. So it's like, it's contextualizing the mitzvah of How luckily the mitzvah is limited. The Rambam's uh, Hodah is limited. The Rambam's Hodah does branch. It's kind of like the end of the Rambam's Hodah. al Nisan does. That's kind of what, what uh, I guess most sort is trying to do to the mitzvah of Now, But like, it's not how luckily structured into it. But the minog is, it's the Indian of the, of the thing. And it's like the Rambam says, that's part of the kind of why the Rambam is setting up the Darabana. It's It's, 
Torah, you know, it's bringing out that idea of the It's not just even today. And by, you know, by going through this history, it brings it out and allows us when we're lighting the Neros or after we light the Neros to think about these ideas, think about the takeaway. And I guess, especially in a time like this year, where we're in the midst of a tzara, and we should think about that Hashem is close to the Balkarian that we love. And the Hanukkah brings that to mind. And, uh, and, I, and again, it's not just if it's a one and out, it wouldn't do it. It's partially because it's a theme which happened multiple times throughout our history. And we know that the uh, promise that it's going to happen ultimately. Shabbat yeah, that's what some say. I think that's the Rav, maybe the Rav, and I got the Gersa. That's different Gersa. And Bayam Hemas Manata. Those same means Bayam Hem Ubas Manata. In those days and also in these days. It's like, you have Hashem doing Yusim. Is not only in those days. It's, I mean, we, we're Mirza Hashem will happen in these days, but it's it's the the, the, the Remidas Hashem is true even in these days. And again, we may not see it, but we're davening that we will be able to see it. I go again. I, I mentioned this, but that's why that question why we're mentioning the bat because we're in the bat. So we have to mention the bat and to say, don't be disheartened by the bat. The bat is, you know, it's happened before, and we've been uh, we've been out of it. And we're looking for that same thing. We could identify with the bad times because those bad times, we could look at look past those bad times. When they're in the midst of the depths of Mitzrayim, they may not have seen the good times. But we could see those good times. We could see the bad and we could see the good. We realize we're another part of another cycle, a long cycle, the long downwave, and Kate's and that's where we know. But at the same time, we have the perspective of history to be able to see that we end up prevailing. And we're davening that we should be able to do so once again. So it's it's a, interesting. It's a good song. It's you know it's like really it like helps you. And maybe that's part of the song part of it. It's like it's designed partially besides ideas to move your emotions, especially in the galas. There's like again songs have that effect in your emotions. And but you are we are disheartened oftentimes in the in the galas. Again, we're Baruch Hashem at a good time. Even in the midst of our sorrow, we're still at a good time. You know. But I mean, throughout their very, very difficult times throughout Agalas. And this song is like trying to remind you of these ideas and the history and all the different stars we've gone through and resonate, but in a way which should move us emotionally and get us in touch with these ideas. And emotions are moved by song, by rhymes, by, you know. And that's, I think, where a lot of the idea of liturgy is like that type of thing. But trying to hit us on a not just an intellectual level, also an intellectual level, but also an emotional level. It's like a balance of the two. You know. So Mirza Shem, this uh song will be Mikuyan uh near